Dog, eat me. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Good, man. Back at it. Happy Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. I'm one half of the pod, Antoine, but they got my co-host, D-Butt. Yes, sir. Live from the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. The Thunderdome looking good, man. Hey, this shit's sweet, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I might have put these shades on, take a video, send it to you. This, this shit hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, Understatement. Man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull up. Come see it. Nah, that don't look good. That don't look good. Um, <clears throat> y'all tap into the to the Thunderdome, man, with Pete Mac, uh, D Buck, man. D Buck got a uh, segment on the show, man. Everything DB. That don't looking good. Hey, man, it's looking good. Uh, people been enjoying it. Obviously, you know that's that's shit. I guess I call it a passion project. Yeah, uh, my just talking. Um. You know, talking ball from from our standpoint, because obviously that's a play, that's that's something you rarely hear, and, and you know people rarely know it's and it's a lot of us out there. Uh, well, I wouldn't say a lot of us, but it's a decent amount of us out there that can speak on it on that type of level. Um, but you don't hear to see it nearly enough, you know, in the mainstream. So hopefully, you know, me and and other you and other people help help change that. Uh, but it, it's been fun. The guys enjoy it. The, the people watching and listening enjoy it and obviously i enjoy it so uh hopefully i can show more good going forward but um you know when we get in those meetings we always more times than not correcting and, yeah um you know so that's really what it is not really throwing anybody on the bus or trying to make anybody look you know in a bad light but just correct the mistakes so that everybody can learn from them. nah no doubt and like as we say the film don't lie so if you don't want to get talked about if you don't want to be on that bad film, you just got to do your job, man, and do it well. You know what I mean? Um, Facts. But, you know, today's show, man, we got we got some things to talk about, highlight some games, some great matchups we got up this week, obviously tonight. Um, you know, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. You know, that's going to be a dog fight. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about that. We got some big, big matchups um, this weekend. We got the – I think the one that everybody might be most excited to see – um is the bills and the dolphins i think that's gonna be uh, a great matchup but then you know we, we're gonna tap into it we're gonna yeah tap into it. we got the the packers and the bucks um we got the the giants um and the cowboys man so we got some we got some games that we can tap into yeah week three man and uh should i coach in the in the in a must win situation with uh the big bad chiefs coming to town so It'll be interesting to see how we respond after, um, you know, laying an egg last week and having this uh, big challenge coming coming in with the Chiefs. So a lot yeah. of talk about, obviously, a lot of, uh, you know, big week three. And then it always starts with Thursday night football uh, tonight. So I'm going to get into it. So, and then um, Pro Hall of Fame, man, they came out with the list, you know. And then they got some, some uh, first-time eligible guys, man. So we're going to tap mm-hmm. into that. We're going to talk about that. One hour, a couple of our, our former teammates – um, on that list, man. But we're gonna catch y'all on the other side. Let's get to it.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got it. Post this let's, video real quick. Um, let's jump into it, man. We got um, we got Thursday night football tonight. Got the yeah. Steelers. Steelers at the Browns. Um, got the Browns favorite here on three and a half. Uh, what, what going into this game, man? Like, what you looking for? You know, I think yeah. the line moved. What was this? this was at five and a half, right? Or a couple of days ago, I want to say probably yesterday. The uh, Browns are favored by five and a half, but um, hmm, I mean, too big team. Browns called the. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this. We didn't talk about this yesterday. Talk about it a bunch on the Pat show, but our Browns week two after that week two meltdown that we did talk about. Yeah, at a players only meeting early and uh, i know you've been a part of those in your 14-year career we had rod wilson on the show yesterday and uh asked him what he thought about players meeting he said in his 17-year career he had one players meeting and uh he he wasn't necessarily a big fan of them but what's your thoughts on these browns having a player meeting uh, you know after week week two yeah i think week two was early i mean and i think player player meetings can go either way you know mm -hmm. what i mean and, Sometimes player meetings can be very productive where, you know, guys are, you know, letting their frustrations out or, you know, just talking about what they can do um, to be better. But then also player meetings can just be <laughs> B sessions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, you know, you really not get anything out of it. You know, it's just guys just complaining, 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 and really not trying to get um, to a source of how the team can play better. So, you know, I've been part of them, and some of them I've left and be like, that was a waste of time. Um, and then some that, you know, we we really got to something in that meeting. So week two, I think that's that's early. That's early to have a, a, a players meeting, but we'll see how, how the Browns respond tonight. Yeah, and that, that you know, that meltdown, you lose, you know, you lose a game, and that hasn't happened in over 2,000 games, you know, been up 14 – in that situation, no timeouts, less than two minutes. So um, I can see why, I guess. But hopefully they figured out. Obviously, they got a bunch of good players. Um, both of these teams are one and one, correct? So one and one, a divisional battle, prime time, short week. Yep. Hmm. What are we? What am I looking for in tonight's game? I'm really looking for Mitch, man, Trubisky, because we, yep. you know, this is one of the yeah, this is one of the teams that had a quarterback battle going into in training camp. And um, we were on both on two different sides of this one. I said, go with the vet, go with Mr. Trubisky, see where he at, um, see where he can take this team with his really his second opportunity, been a starting quarterback in the league. And um, and you were like, man, go with the young boy, you know, go with the young boy, Kenny Pickett out the gate. You know, he was an older rookie that came in, obviously familiar with the uh, city, familiar with the the facility, the same place he's been his whole college career, and he had they both had good preseasons. Yeah. Uh, but Mitch, man, it's been shaky. It's been shaky early. Defense has been playing well. Offense, not so much. Uh, so I'm really looking at Mitch to take a step in this Matt Canada offense, getting these receivers the ball down the field, and um, see if he can be the guy going forward. Because if not, I think a couple weeks down the line, they're going to be looking long and hard at, uh, at that rook. Kenny Pickett, maybe just throwing him in that fire, man. But what uh, what you looking forward to uh, tonight? <clears throat> nah, that was that was gonna be it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, Mr. Trubisky, like how how does he look? You know, coming off that loss against the New England Patriots, and um, you just mentioned like I was saying, you know, play Kenny Pickett, you know, and and I've always been the guy that says, you know, if you got a a vet 
mm-hmm. in the building, you know, play the vet, let the rookie sit down, let 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 him learn the process or and and understand what's going on as far as just you know a regular season routine or how the week goes. Um, but in this in this instance, I was like, man, play Kenny Pickett. You know, obviously they came down to the last week of you know who who's going to be the starter. Obviously, it was a, a, a tough battle, tough matchup, and I just thought that spoke volume as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I just Bisky was that much ahead of Kenny Pickett, it would have been a no-brainer. Or maybe you know Mike Thomas just didn't want want to let the, the the public know. But for me. It was that man play Kenny Pickett. I think it will do something for the for the atmosphere and the stands for the crowd. Um, like you said, him playing that pit, him being in the same locker room. But I'm I'm looking to see how Mr. Biscuit, how he bounced back, how he plays. And then on the Cleveland side, man, how can they respond to that meltdown? I think that's big. Man, that's tough. Coming off a short and you it's a short week. So I think that's good because it really doesn't give you a, a long um amount you gotta of get over it quick. I can think about it. Yeah, you got to get over it quick. So, um, lean on Nick Chubb. I think the defense, Cleveland Browns, their defense can play a lot better, um, especially with the guys that they have on that side of the ball. But I think uh, again, man, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a dog fight tonight. Yeah, man. You know, good old AO, AFC North battle early in the season. Um, Mike Tomlin in his division as an underdog has a really good record. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. I saw it earlier this morning, but um. I know against that spread, if we pick in this game, I'm going to go Steelers plus three and a half. You know, Browns done been in a dog fight with the Panthers. Eat that one out with a field goal. And now you you drop a two, you know, two touchdown. Like you said, that's tough to get over and move on even in a short week. But talented ball club on both sides of the ball. I expect a big game from Denzel Ward tonight, too. I don't know how much he gets targeted. Um, but I think they'll try to get the, the rookie pickings involved. Uh, but there's a war kind of had a uh, game, you know. Uh, so I, I think he bounced back. Super, super talented dude. So um, I'm picking the Steelers plus three and a half. But the Cleveland Browns win at home in a close bounce back victory. Who you got in this one? Uh, money line. I think I'm going with the uh, the Cleveland Browns. Um, playing at home. I think they're going to lean on Nick Chubb. I think the defense will come out play better. Um. I got, I got Jobs toting up thing. Yeah, I, I got Browns though. I got Brown across the board. Money line and against. Think it's gonna be a, a tough battle, tough, tough, tough game. But I got Browns across the board. All right, don't let that, don't let that hook get you. Yeah, don't let that little half. Yeah, we, we we gonna see. We gonna don't see. Let that little half get you, man. But uh, what what else we got? What other um games we got? This this the one right here. This the it's one right one. here, the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Um, both teams coming in 2-0. Uh, I think a lot of people had the Bills. They were crowning the Bills, you know, coming into the coming into the season, um, winning the AFC. Um, and they, they've come out, they played well. Uh, I think the Miami Dolphins, I'm not going to say well. I'm not going to say they surprised folks, but they they are looking good. Two was looking good. So I got the Bills. Across the board? Yeah. <laughs> to me. How <laughs> pleasant is that? What you mean? Shit, you, have you seen that? Have you seen this team play? I have. 
I, I, I definitely have. Matter of fact, hold on, hold on. So no, hammer down. No, no knock on what the what the dog doing, but these bells. My, the, the gambling expert. So hammer down put this out last night. So bills minus six and a half at the Miami Dolphins over under set at 52 and a half. Bills Mafia 2 and 0 against the spread, 3 1 and 1 against the spread in the, their last five meetings, 4 and 0 against the spread in the last four September games, 7 1 and 1 against the spread in the last nine against the AFC East, 6 1 and 1 against the spread in their last eight games. So you should, you know, but you get to my Dolphins 2 and 0 against the spread this season, 6 and 1 against the spread in their last seven home games. 9-2-1 against the spread last 12 games, 6-2-1 against the spread last nine against the AFC, and 3-1-1 one one against the spread in their last five against the AFC East. So gambling-wise, you know, they both got some pretty solid trends going on, but you've seen enough from this Bills team where you're like, man. <laughs> hey, hey, look. I ain't trying to hear none of that. None of that. Hey, look, Dolphins, 2-0, Tyreek Hill. Waddle, Tua, yeah, I'm saying, been playing good, good ball, good ball, man. But Bills ain't seen nothing like this, man. They Bills have, ain't seen. It, it, hey, it they have one thing it, to see. And the Dolphins ain't seen shit or close. Agree, one thousand percent. I agree with that. Uh, it's one thing to see that 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 Tyreek Hill on tape, and then it's a whole another thing to see. That shit on film coming in fly motion and then going vertical and then you got Waddle on the other side who shit ain't far behind when you look at you know as far as how explosive he is so um too i'm sure he's feeling himself right now That's mike mcdaniel will have a good game plan um that titans game got shit both of these games this, this bills teams is, is a wagon man but shit. i gotta take my dog i'm taking my dolphins plus plus six and a half Okay, and you know what? And I'm taking them to win it. I'm taking them to win it at home. So I'm taking them with the okay. points, taking them to win it. Let's go, man. We fans up over here. Nah, I respect it, man. Going with your heart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> going with your heart, man. I respect it. I respect one thousand percent. Hey, but you know, because I'm looking at this game, and I'm thinking, you know, you got Coach Frazier over there on the on the defense coordinator, defense mm -hmm. side of the ball, and how you can you're not gonna stop this offense, but how you can limit. And having those two veteran safeties, having a front who can get after the quarterback, I think that will help them a lot. You know, where you don't play a lot of single single high when you got two speed guys like this. You, you know, you play too high. You know, try to re try to reroute the receivers at the at the line. I know that's going to be tough, but try to slow yeah. the timing down. And now you can let that front four get after get after the quarterback. You got Von Miller. You know what I mean? So I think they mm -hmm. have. They have the guys that can be able to slow this offense down. I'm not going to say they're going to stop them, but I think that's kind of the, the way you should kind of go when you play these Miami Dolphins. Safeties, get a little deeper this week. If you normally line up at 14, line up at 16 to 17. Hey, remember, these safeties, these Bill safeties, are very familiar with Tyree Hill and what he can do to you. Yeah. You know, when he was with the Chiefs, that 13-second game, but, you know, he had a – um. What was it? A dig, a dig route that he took to the crib for like sixty, just outran angles. So, uh, pour your hide and cold. Know know how dangerous of a weapon Tyreek is. 
Uh, but you know, different defense, different monster, and I and you know, we that's what Leslie Frazier's been doing with this defense. He he's able to play too high because he got dogs up front that rotate, stay fresh. Yeah, got um very um you know versatile safeties that can do multiple things that fly around, and got some young corners outside. So that's gonna be something to watch too. Because even Dane Jackson got injured, who's uh maybe second, third year, and it was he got good news coming out of the hospital because the hit looked ooh, a hit looked ugly on um on Monday night football, some friendly fire. But um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do as far as with those corners, how they try to protect them. And then if Mike McDaniel is patient early with running that ball, you, you know, he was the run game coordinator for a while in, in San Fran. So they see if Mostert, you know, I got Mostert on my fantasy team. I'm like, ah, nah, I ain't going to start him against his Bills defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, yeah, let me, let me, let me relax, man. But if you're the D coordinator, for uh for that Dolphins uh team, you Josh Boyer, like what what's your game plan going into uh into this game trying to slow down this Bills offense and uh Josh Allen, what they got going on over there? Man, um man, I don't know. Like I it, it's tough. Uh obviously you gotta you gotta make them play left-handed. Um mm-hmm. for that, you know, gotta limit 14. You know, Josh Allen, that's his that's his go-to guy. So man. It is, man. You gotta have four eyes on on Stefan Diggs. I don't care what it is. I don't care about a hey, man up. He put his pants on like nah. We're gonna have four eyes on number 14, and we're gonna try to limit him as much as possible. And then for the front, I think it's very I know when we used to play running quarterbacks, and he's I can't even is Josh Allen considered a running quarterback? Yes. He should, I mean he he, he you mobile know, quarterback. A mobile, yeah, exactly. Mobile quarterback. He can kill you obviously with his arm or his legs. Yeah, so like when you're on the defensive side of the ball and you know, like that's one thing that you hate. You hate a quarterback who can prolong plays and who can get yards with his legs. So for yeah. that, like Miami got to be really disciplined on the defensive side of the ball. Um, your rush lanes is from your front got to be important and you got to be able to get to the, get to the quarterback. Um, and again, the biggest thing is limit 14. Don't let 14 beat you. If somebody else beats you, I tip your cap to him. Yeah, great job. You know what I mean? But if 14 is out here getting 13 catches for 150 yards, that's not a good day for the defense. Yeah, man. So some good, good, good uh receivers obviously doing their thing this year. Tyreek Hill, I think, leading the league. Diggs is at two, and then Waddle's at three. So you got the top three receivers um yardage-wise. So this is this is this is the game I'm definitely looking forward to. Um yeah, going into this one, man. It's gonna this gonna be what should I need to, I need to this I feel like this is around the week where A B takes a good view of the landscape in the league. And this is when you start picking just a random team to just get a win or, or upset or surprise somebody. Are you feeling are you feeling that for anybody right now? Any anyone you see, you feel it for my Colts? Any anyway, we only five and a half point dogs. I love, I, I love my Colts, but I don't see it this week. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they, you know, it's their first home, first home game. Um, but just what I've been, what I saw the, the, the previous two weeks, I hope that I'm wrong. But I don't see that with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so you don't, you don't, you don't see the bounce back against Pete, Pete Mahomes and Co. I don't. <laughs> I don't, man. Yeah, I was trying I, to get. I was trying to get you to think with your heart. Yeah, yeah, with your heart. I, I hope I'm wrong, man. But I don't yeah, see that. <clears throat> give yeah, me, give same. me, give me like a, give me another week or two. Give me okay. Week, you know, um, 
You know, I, it was a little hot tape with, with the Jaguars early this season. I, I told y'all to, to look out for them. You know, they one and one. They one and one. Another team. Another team that we was um that we've been talking about. Let me see if uh uh nah Tony put it in there. But um an interesting game. Uh the Vikings and the Lions. Yeah, Lions, Lions are, you know, at the hard knocks, a lot of people are rooting for them. They they've been running the ball well. Um <clears throat> that young that receiver, St. Brown putting the league on notice yeah you know, I, I was i was definitely a guy that a lot of evaluators missed on probably overthought it but uh he he is doing his thing and he and he taking note kept kept receipts but uh this lions team looked like that you know they may be in that fight for the for the nfc north potentially i like it man i like it it's been a, it's been a long time since the the lines been something to talk about yeah. uh, man a long time and then um, you know, the Vikings coming off a, a whooping against the Philadelphia Eagles, man. So we're gonna see how they bounce back, how Kirk Cousins bounce back. Um, so I think that's gonna be another good game this week. Yeah, I, and I and I and I think they bounce back. You know, I think uh, you know, obviously Kirk started off hot, but um that primetime Kirk is <laughs> is a real thing at this point. So if I see any more, they don't play on primetime this week again, do they? If they know this is a regular one four o'clock kickoff, uh, he's going to be on my ticket to throw for two seventy five plus. But shit, if four, there's anything after four, four o'clock though, shit, how many games come on at four? Like four? Nah, nah, he. I think he good at four. Good at four? <laughs> yeah, he, he good at four. Any anything seven fifteen, eight twenty, any of those kickoffs? Nah, uh, I'm staying away from it. But uh, one o'clock, Kurt. You rock 25 court? Yeah, I'm rocking. Rocking with him. I'm nah. rocking. And Justin Jefferson shit. But was in the straight jacket on uh prime time. <laughs> Slay, Slay was out there balling. Slay had that shit in the cooler. Slay was balling. Slay was balling. Um, another, another uh tough matchup. You got two top quarterbacks in the league right now. Um Packers had the Packers had Bucks. Bucks um one and a half point favorite. Obviously, the Bucks without Mike Evans, without Godwin. Um, did they say anything about Julio Jones? I haven't heard any any uh, any updates. Update. So you know that receiver, that receiver room is a little light over there with the with the Bucks, man. Um, you sign think, Cole Beasley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that if he'll be this week, but you know, sign him. That'll be a good signing for for um, for the Bucks. We all know how um, how Tom Brady loves. To have you know his receivers work that middle of the field, whether it's Gronk at the tight end position, or even when he was with New England, when you had shit, Wes Walker, Amendola, mm-hmm. um, you know, number of guys. You think you think a Rod and the Packers can go in there and get a win? I think they can. I, I think they can. Um, because for them, they you know they're they're figuring it out as far as those young wide receivers, and hopefully they're getting healthier up front. Yeah, this uh, this Bucks defense, man, they 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 done came out the gate top bowls. Obviously, you know, been with this crew for a while now, been a head coach, but still that same voice with the defense starting this season off healthy on the back end. But like the way they 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 mix it up up front and tie it in with with the back end, it, they they this defense look like the best in the league right now, yeah. if not, you know, 
top two or three. Um, and I think that's early on as they figure things out on offense and work through um, injuries. You know, they, you know, you can always depend on Brady to figure it out. But if if A Rod is clicking, you can get a run game going early, which is tough to do against the Bucks. But if you can get Aaron Jones and Dylan going again like they did last game, I think he can find you know a favorable matchup here and there with the guys on the outside. Got his guy Lazard back, um, so I, I think I'm a. This Bucks defense so damn good, man. Uh, but I, I'm gonna go A Rod, man. I'm gonna go A Rod. He gonna figure it out. I feel like he's. Yeah, he's gonna he gonna figure it out. He's gonna figure it out and get a dub on the road against the Bucks. So I'm, I'm taking the Packers in this on the money line, and obviously with the uh, the point and a half. Yeah, I don't know. Y'all y'all catch my pick on Saturday. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know which way I'm leaning on this one, man. It's gonna be a tough one though. I think it's gonna be a good Mike one. Evans out too. Yeah, Mike Evans out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be a tackles tough. banged up. Yeah, I'm going to Packers on this one. I wouldn't be surprised if the pack. Remember this, y'all. I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers are the favorite come come kickoff. What's this Thursday? So by by Saturday night, the Packers are. This is already a point and a half, so damn near pick them. But I think uh, I think the Packers would be point and a half favorites by kickoff. It's my uh, my prediction. E bus prediction. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um, another divisional. Matchup Cowboys and Prime the Giants. Um, basically a pick of my head. Giants a one point favorite. Um, it's gonna be a good one, man. I think uh, Cowboys what they've been able to do, obviously getting a, a good win with Dak on the sideline and Giants two and zero. Um, they was able to get their their first home win last week. I think I'm gonna go with the Giants here, man. I'm gonna go with momentum. Okay, I'm gonna go with momentum here. It's 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 like you said, it's a pick 'em. They're a one point favorite. Um, Giants two and zero. Confidence. I think they have a lot of confidence over there in that locker room right now. Um, yeah, and that and that's 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 they really all got them rolling. Obviously, they got a they got a stud that they got to deal with. Um, on the on on Dallas defense, Makai Parsons. He's having yeah. a, a hell of a Hell of a season, you know. First two games, um, he's wrecking havoc. Special, but, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Giants here, man. I think they, I think they, they come out this game three and zero. Three and zero start for the Giants. That 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 sounds crazy. Uh, but shit, it, it's a new era over there. Uh, obviously, Brian Dayball, and we got a healthy Saquon. We talked about Michael Parsons. He's Penn State boys balling right now because yeah. Saquon is looking good as well, and they they look like they're going through him. Uh, Daniel Jones looks like he's been more intentional with taking care of the ball, which is something that we always talk about was his, was his biggest issue. And then the Cowboys, man, with the backup quarterback Cooper Rush, they coming in with some momentum too. They coming in with some momentum after a big win um, against the Bengals that I don't think a lot of people expected him to get. Um, so yeah, we, uh, you can get my pick on this one on, on, on Saturday, but, um, both of the, both of these teams got some shit going for them. I want to get your thoughts on, uh, some, some, uh, a take that has made his way around the airway. Steve Young, when he was speaking on, on, on Dak Prescott and his Cowboys team after Cooper Rush got that win, he was like, Hey man, Dak could take some, some notes, um, in so many words on how Cooper Rush 
the fundamentals and going through reads and X, Y, Z. Um, how do you how, how do you feel about uh, those comments? Now, I, I respect the comments. And a lot of times <clears throat> playing that position, you know, you, 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 you got pressure on you. Right. You get paid all this money. Um, and I feel like, you know, watching how Dak plays sometimes, I feel like he might he feel like he got some he got some pressure on him. I got to go out here. And I got I have to make every play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And, and so Steve Young's point is like, hey, just let the offense work for you. You know, you got, you know, solid O-line. You got, you know, some solid receivers. You know, just take what the defense gives you. Whatever the offense say, do. You know, if that's your first read, second read, um, do that. But, again, you know, I, I can I can definitely see where Dak feels, though. He has some pressure. He has to make mm -hmm. plays. He's getting paid all this money. Because you hear it on the news all the time. Oh, you get yeah. paid all this money. Um, Dak needs to step his game up. He needs to do this. He needs to do that. So, I mean – you can say what you want to say as far as like, oh, I don't hear what the outside world talk about. <laughs> BS. Like <laughs> you, you, you hear that stuff. So I agree with Steve Young. And I also agree with like how what RG3 said is as far as the OC. Like, how do you call the game? Like mm. games that you, you call the game different when you got a Dak in there versus when you have a have a Cooper. So yeah. So everything's not you can't just put everything on number four. Like it's a system. So it's the right. OC. And it's it and it's four. So I agree with both Steve Young and RG3 with the you know statements they had on that on the offense um for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and then you even go up one one more level as far as um the people putting this team together. You know, you obviously came into this season with some glaring holes on that roster that they didn't address. And, and like you said, I don't care what you're paying a guy, you can't put it all all on him. And, yeah. and that 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 and the money that situation should be dead at this point because he probably May maybe still crack the top 11, 12 as far as quarterbacks. There's a lot of people that got paid since him, and that Dak has more than earned that. But um, I like uh, I like when the when the when the backup comes in and, and surprises people. Um, shout out to Cooper Rush, aka Cooper Kush. So, I might ride with him again on the road, man. We'll see though. Tap in Saturday. We'll see. You got a, you got some game film on Cooper now. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. got some and Noah Brown. Yeah, yeah so you got game last week. You got some film on, so now you know the coach has been in the film room all week, and you know looking at the strengths and the weaknesses. How can we attack these weaknesses? So, mm -hmm. um, I think it'll be a little different come you know game two uh, of, of Cooper starting this year. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Bengals tried to get after him a little bit. He 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 stood in there, and made some throws, man. What he might be two and zero now. I know he went in there and got a big win against the well, got a win against the Vikings last year. Last year yeah. Um. So yeah, he might he might be two and zero. And Jerry is trying to rush Dak along with his injury too. So it'd be interesting to see how <laughs> the eternal op, the eternal optimist slow down, double. Jerry Jones, man. But uh, yeah, man, we'll see. We are we gonna tap into one more game. Um let's get this week. Uh, the Rams and the Cardinals. Uh we got the Rams traveling to to uh, to, to to Glendale, Arizona. Mm -hmm. uh, Rams three and a half point favorite. Cardinals coming off a huge win in Vegas last uh last week. Um coming back, big uh big rally in the fourth quarter. What you think, man? Divisional matchup, always play each other tough. Yep. Um, yep. 
know, we, I think uh I think this, these Cardinals, man, they they got a on both sides of the ball, but uh like you said, they rally got some momentum going in this game offensively, uh, you know, with the quarterback and and, and the, the wide receivers and shit. But defensively, they gotta tighten up, man, figure it out. Uh, especially against a team like this, Sean McVay and the Rams. Obviously, they started off slow. Uh, got a got a, a big win against the Falcons last week, and Allen Robinson is is coming along. So week one wasn't wasn't really involved at all. It was a lot of Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, 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 lock in. Wasn't even looking one's way. And then this past week, um, I want to say he he caught four out of the five targets that was his way. Caught a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so building that rapport gaining the trust from Matt Stafford, which is huge because we saw with this offense when Odell came over and, you know, now you got to deal with Odell and and you still got to deal with 10, Cooper Cub, who always going to get open. That's when they really become um, a problem on offense. So if they can continue to figure that out, they're going to be a tough team to stop. Um, so Cardinals got their hands full this week. Rams, like you said, three and a half point favorites on the road. A lot of road favorites this week too. When you look at the whole slate, um, I'm not gonna pick this one yet either. But uh, this is oh. definitely gonna be a game I'm locked into. Another tough one. Think, yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. I, I ain't gonna pick this one yet. But it's a game. You know, you can go either way with this one. I know it's three and a half point spread, but you can go either way with this one for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I think I'm gonna save my pick for Saturday. Um, <laughs> Shit, roll the dice on this one for real. For real. <laughs> right, and, and for y'all who don't know, maybe it's your first time tuning in. Every Saturday, we put out a pick show. Well, most Saturdays, we put out a pick show. Pick right. the game, pick the full slate. And uh, it's usually about a 15, 20-minute episode. We just kind of talk through each game briefly. And been that we've kind of talked through, you know, four or five of them now. It should be probably even quicker. But um, it's a quick game. Not only what games we're picking, but why we're picking them that way. And then, uh, you know, see how it goes. These first two weeks been a little, eh, eh, eh. But uh, we'll see. We, we, we get hot. Hey, we'll bounce back. We'll bounce back. Um, sticking to the NFL, um, list came out yesterday. Yes, um, the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame list came out yesterday. Um here you can see you got the quarterbacks and the running backs. I'm not gonna read them all, but um, quarterbacks. You know we got some names up there: Donovan McNabb, Steve McNair. Running backs: Tiki. Um, there. Yeah, you got um, shoot, Stephen Jack, Priest Holmes, Jamal Lewis. I think uh, we got Freddie T. And then Freddie T up there. And then I think this year Chris Johnson. Yeah, got some two K. Um, first year eligibility. Um, Tone, you can put the um all the first year guys who's eligible. And you got your wide receiver crew. This crew is always tough. Mm-hmm. And Quan Bolden, who else? Who, who Hester? I think he should he should definitely get in. Tory Holt should have been in. Uh Andre Johnson as well. I think Drake could could have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but if they, you know, set up based on precedent. To see them making them, you know, made them wait a year and get in this year. But like you said, it's a Steve Smith. Man, it's always a log jam at it. Reggie, we still on here. So yeah, it's always a log jam at this position for some reason. Tough position to get in. Yeah. 
But um, I see a lot of names on this list that definitely deserve to get that jacket. No doubt, no doubt, man. We move on to the the tight ends in the O-line. Sure, tight ends, man. One of former teammates, Dallas Clark. Um, then O-lineman, one of our guys, OG Willie Anderson. Yeah, he, yeah. Willie, Willie need to go in for sure. Yeah, you got Jeff Saturday, another one of uh, another former teammate. Yeah. Nate. Um, hey, you got hey. on here. <laughs> Logan Mankins. Nick Mango. Guard. He was an he was a dog. Uh former teammate of mine. Played a whole season with a torn ACL. <laughs> Still, I think had a Pro Bowl year. That's crazy. Yeah, that yeah. An absolute monster. Um, but yeah, once again, you know, in these names, you know, usually most of these guys are deserving. And it's a tough, tough 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 haul to get in as it should be as it should be yeah 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 um Ryan waters play long time good player yeah man this 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 list is tough man um shoot d line and linebackers it's going to be abraham Jordan. yeah rob rob matt rob got to get in we've been talking about the the vic fangio defense justice smith up there who you know didn't get a lot of national fanfare but you know if you know football you watch the game you know he was a menace up front yeah vince wolford one of your former big, yeah yeah big v on the ballot again so linebackers we got uh patrick willis and then um we're gonna show you the list but you know d butt just mentioned the vic fangio defense you know naval bowman um first year eligibility this year um, yeah Shoot, Takeo Spice, Willie McGinnis, Teddy Brewski. Man, like Willie McGinnis, London Iron Man, Iron Man, Zach Thomas. Yeah, man. Sheesh. Some names up here, man. Some names. DBs. Ronde, Ronde need to get in there, man. Go pull up them. Go pull up them numbers. No Ronde doubt. numbers stupid. No doubt. Tom, Tom. need to be in. BN got Rodney Harrison. Um, got Bob Peanut Peanut Tillman, A Dub, Adrian Wilson, Darren Wilson. Man, a lot of names on here, man. I know them. Yeah. <clears throat> and last game changes. Last okay, Pat. Shout out, Pat. Last but not least, we got the punters and kickers and special teamers, man. Like like D Bus say, Ooh. shout out Pat McAfee. Yeah. <clears throat> Pat, I think so. This is Pat first year eligibility. All all these names up here. Um Gary Anderson, Jason Elam, like these are just cribs. Everybody knows Josh Cribs, what he did in that return game. Brian Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, man. Special, tough. special list. And then here you got your first year eligibles. Running back Chris Johnson, 2K, offensive lineman Jari Evans, Joe Thomas. I think Joe Thomas would be a first ballot for sure. Agreed. Uh, defensive lineman, you got D Free. Linebacker. Yeah. Naval Bowman and James Harrison. DBs, you got Cam Chancellor and Darrell Revis. I think Darrell Revis might be a first timer. Yeah, that's gonna be a um that's definitely gonna be a conversation. Yeah. And then our punter, you got Shane. Shane Leckler. Leckler. 
Um, so a tough list, man. Tough list. As always, yeah. Anybody that stick out, stick out to you as far as a no-brainer? Um, Joe Thomas, I think, would be would be a no-brainer. First ballot, Ben, and this is his first year being eligible. Ah, man, um, no-brainers. Maybe somebody I missed, but I would say that that would be the one that that stands out. That's like, all right, you know, he going in for sure. Um, like I said, I think Andre Johnson should go in this year. Not only numbers wise, but if you look at the quarterbacks, and, and, and I hope the voters have enough sense. But you look at the the, the teams he was on, the, the quarterbacks he played with, and numbers he still put up, and how he played the game, how he dominated the game year in year out. I think Dre should be in there too, but um. Like you said, that wide receiver list is the tough list. You got Reggie, Steve Smith. Like, you got guys who, who need to be in there. What about you? Who, who uh, stands out for you? I mean, Joe Thomas uh, stands out. And then um, I would say Devin Hester, man. I think Devin Hester gets in this year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think Devin Hester gets in um, this year for sure. Um, and then after that, man, it's just – it's tough sledding. I think you got a every position group we put up there. You probably got like two or three guys that's very, very deserve. I mean, every I ain't gonna say you got <laughs> two or three guys that's that's really deserving uh, yeah. to, to 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 be in there, man. So it's it's gonna be tough, but it's gonna be interesting to see once they you know they knock it down and you know they eliminate guys and see who's who's gonna be that um. That class of 2023. Hell yeah, I'm right there with you. All right. All right. But I'll get getting back to the current league, man. Like uh, who who was who were your Super Bowl representatives? Yeah, NFC and AFC pick coming into the year. I think I had the Bills and the did I have the Bills and the Bucks? Can't remember. They told yeah, me. I, yeah, I had I had the Bills and the Bucks. So you still feel comfortable with those picks? I, I know you probably feel comfortable with the Bills. I feel comfortable. Feel more comfortable with the Bills. And what about all uh, that NFC man? We got. I feel like power range. The power is kind of shifting on that side of the field. I still feel good. I don't know if I picked the Eagles on on our show, but I, don't, I definitely don't think you picked the Eagles to go to the. You Super sure? Bowl. I think I did, bro. Yeah. I, I definitely I know I you think did. I did, bro. Nah, not to the not to the Super Bowl. I think I did. I know for sure I picked it on Pat show when he, he he put me on the spot and asked me. But yeah, I think I, that's my only. You think about all my teams. That's my only NFC team: Chargers, Eagles. Those are my Super Bowl picks, and then I got the Dolphins, obviously, and then um, you know, my Colts, obviously. But you know, looking rough for my Colts. You might have, but that, that's, that's so yeah. Chargers, Eagles, man. That sounds like, that sound like a long shot that you picked the Eagles for the Super Bowl, but we we won't hey, see. I be I be early, man. I'm uh, telling you, man, I be early. You want that early? Shit, I be early. Um, but nah, I mean the Bucks. I, I can still, I'm still confident in the Bucks. You know what I mean? Like you say, the defense playing lights out. Um, and it's only it's only up for the offense from here. Like shit, all your receivers Thanks. out. Um. You know your your old line is gonna have it's gonna be more continuity with them as as they continue to play, and um, time is time. You know what I mean. You can't really 
uh, bet against, well, you can bet against time, but a lot of time that doesn't, you know, that bowl will, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm still confident. I'm still confident. I I like the Eagles. The Eagles are looking good, but um, still I, early. I'm a, I'm gonna stand on mine. All right. Yeah, it's, it, it, you know, and it's still early, long season. And uh, obviously, now that we're in this media space, we got to overreact. We got to talk about it. We got to see things kind of in that vacuum week to week. But like you said, the Eagles look really good right now. And as people, defensive coordinators, defensive, smart defensive players like yourself, continue to build that book on, you know, Jalen Hurts and his offense and all the young quarterbacks out there, you know, Brady, A Rod, Mahomes, you know, these guys, like you. You know who they are. They know what you are, and we know they're still going to be great week in and week out. The young quarterbacks, they can be great, but can they sustain that? So that's what's still left to see yeah. uh, with Jalen Hurts and, and some of these other young guys. Joe Burrow, you know, your guy right now, he he, he in the tough – he in a – you know, he, he deleted yeah, his guy. Instagram and Twitter saying he ain't want to see Smart nothing guy. after Smart coming guy. out of the – Coming out of the gates, 0-2 off of the, the Super Bowl uh, loss. And, and this is something you brought up last year. This is something we talk about and you hear around the game a lot. Like, how do you handle success and whatnot, um, especially with that young team. But uh, you still feel the same way about uh, about about your guy, Joe Burrow and Cincy. He was that yeah. top five for you. So uh, he, he's still top five, six quarterback in the league. Yeah, man. Nah, it's not getting crazy. You know what I mean? Um, Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow. Well, I don't know. He might be out of the top. If we talking right now and how quarterbacks are playing, and I'm gonna keep it a buck, he might be out of the top five. Yeah, I I agree with you. Like like right now, if we just basing off of what have you done for me lately, and that's the, the first two games of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he he would not be in my top five right now. Yeah. Um but you know, I'm if we talking about the body of work, um and you know what uh what the future looks like, you know, he he he's he's top ten quarterback, but right now he would not be in my top five. Okay. Keep it real. I pretty appreciate that, it be. Oh, you know, I'm a I'm you know, keep, being honest, keep keep keeping it a buck, man. I I, yeah. I we we appreciate that here at the man to man part. But uh yeah, it, it's been rough. I owe line. I keep our yeah, line, man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, man, turn that up. They spent all that money, spent all that money for, for him to be sacked what, 13 times through the first yeah. two weeks. That's uh, that's tough sledding. But speaking mm-hmm. of on two teams, so the winless teams, I believe it's seven of them right now. We got obviously the Colts, we have the Bengals, your Bengals, our Colts, Titans. Raiders, Panthers, Texans in there somewhere. Texans, yep. Oh, one and one. And then the uh Atlanta Falcons. Out of the old seven winless teams, uh, which one or should it possibly two teams you still have faith in turning around and possibly making uh making it into the dance to the playoffs? Um, I would say our Colts. Okay. I say I coach just because uh, you look at our division shit, it's three teams in there <laughs> with with no wins. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think our coach can turn it around. And um and I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Okay. I'm gonna go with the coach. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Um the Bengals, they have obviously we know they have the talent on that team. 
Um, the O-line got to shore some things up. And again, when I go back to our coach, you know, you look at, you know, they don't have a win. Tennessee doesn't have a win. And then the Texas doesn't have a win. Yeah. Um, it's just Jackson. So, you know, they still, they're still there. You know, they still have, again, we look at the roster. Um, they have the guys that's, that, that's capable to go up, go out there and make plays. So, um, you know, like Frank's been saying, look, we're not going to panic. We're not going to switch up what we do. We just got to do it better. Let's switch something up. You know what I mean? So, good. so we we gonna see, but I, I got, you know, I'm I'm gonna rock with our coach, and then um I'm gonna rock with my um with my Bengals. How about you? All right, I mean those those two good ones. I I go um Bengals as well. I think they figure figure it out and at least at least make that playoffs. Um, and honestly. Honestly, though, man, right now I might have more faith in, in the Titans turning around. I know they just got the ass beat by the, by the Bills, but that that's a that's a different beast. Um, but that's a you know kind of who and what you got there. You know who Tannehill is. You know what Derrick Henry is. You know who you are defensively, head coach. You know this is this is the one seed last year, and obviously it started out ugly, ugly loss to the Giants, then a uglier loss to the Bills. Yeah. But right now, I don't know, man. I got more faith in in, in, in Mike Vrabel and that team figuring it out than, than I do in my coach. Honestly, if I'm being honest, just like you kept it real with, with Joe Burrow, yeah. I got to keep it real with my coach. Like, just from the outside looking in objectively, and I know it's ugly with both of them, honestly, but I think if I could be a fly on the wall in each facility, I think I'd be like, you know what? I, I think the Titans um, will probably figure this thing out. So, Because um, I don't see the, the – your Jaguars holding on to this uh this lead they got right now in the in the Jaguar that we call the AFC South. So you 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 said you have more confidence in the Titans. So like I know we was kind of talking about it um you know this past week when you know they brought Malik Willis in. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously it could it could be for multiple different reasons it could be like the game was out of reach hey let's put the young boy in there let's get us yeah. game reps or hey like Ryan Tannehill's not playing great you know what I mean so even with that looming you still have more confidence in the in the Titans yeah because I mean it, at least they got another option at least you got some, a spark that can potentially come in or maybe we start to see some Malik Willis you know packages and and we we you still got Derrick Henry too you know Derrick Henry you know obviously that Bills defense and Leslie Frazier yeah. who should be a head coach in the football in the National Football League again he had a, a a great great game plan but um but yeah i i, I cuz man this this, this Matt, this Matt Ryan led, oh, like, I, I don't, I just don't see it. And Tannehill, obviously, you don't look at it and say, hey, man, Tannehill, you're going to light it up. But this, um, man, it, I watched the film, this, this Matt Ryan stuff. But so at least they got that option. There's no way for, there's nowhere for us to go if Matt Ryan doesn't figure this out. I think it only can snowball, which I don't think it will. But I just see that Titans team. I say, okay, we can, they can depend on, lean on Derek. Just like we can lean on JT, but they can lean on Derek. I think they got a better defense. Honestly, ours may look good on paper. Yeah, but Simmons, Bayer, I think those guys. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I, if I had to place a put a chip in the table and say, hey, which one? Only one of these teams is gonna make a, a run, turn around, figure it out in the playoffs. I would say the Titans because I'm still still got that sour taste in my mouth from last year with how we ended the year. 
last year when we needed it most. You know, we needed it most for our guys to step up and get one win in these last two games. We couldn't get it done. And then we came out this year, you know, starting on some bullshit. So that's where I'm at with it. There you you, you hit there. Deep, deep spot. Um, but man, I hope I hope you're wrong, man. I hope our coach. Me can, too, man. I hope the coach can find a way to get this Me thing too. Um, and turn this this season um around, even though it's early. But you know all these Damn, games. Man. Oh, man. Yep. Anything else we got? Any other news out there? Any good questions, comments? We got. Yeah, yeah I, I can't see them today. I put some um. Some questions in the in the comment section. We do. Um, we talked about this. I think it was last week or earlier this week. Um, Robert Sauver starts yeah. the of selling um the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury. Um, I think he owns a third of oh, the Suns. I think so. I think that's what they said. But um thought this was the right move right here, huh? Yeah, they, they, we talked about it on was that Monday? Maybe even last week. Yeah, Mike, we talked about it and now uh, we, we heard some of the some of the biggest names and, and, and biggest players speaking out on it, some being on his team with Chris Paul. And um and then um I don't want I I don't want to say more importantly because that is important that they use their voices and platforms to speak out. But I think what really <laughs> what we know moves that needle, especially when we're talking about business and billionaires and in that world, is when that money get to talking. And when PayPal comes out and say, Hey, you know what? Yeah, this owner's still here, we're not renewing our jersey sponsorship. The 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 second majority owner or whatever this the owner with the second most uh ownership of the hey, I think starver needs to sell and blah blah so that's when that that real pressure starts to to mount up to make something happen and in the end he's still gonna win from that standpoint you know what i mean just like donald sterling you force him out and a lot of people you know throw a parade and say hey we got this guy out of here which is good he's not in the in that league and you are moving forward but you sell a you sell an entity for a couple billion dollars you get that check you get that wire uh, I'm sure Sarver won't be won't be won't be <laughs> he ain't gonna be soaking too much. Not at all. Not at all. Again, but it's a good move though. It's definitely the right move. No, nah, I agree. I agree with you. I agree. Um huge baseball fans here. Huge baseball fans here. So we uh yeah. <laughs> you know we got Aaron Judge, man. He hits his 60th home run equals Babe Ruth single season um tally, man. So um looking to get one more i know every time he comes up the bat you know the the, the, the crowd standing up they're getting their gloves ready they're getting their hat ready so they can catch this all rise what um you, you catch that ball you catch that ball in the uh in the stands you catch that baseball what what's um what's your ask to uh to aaron judge to to hand that you know hand that piece of memorabilia back over oh, or do you ask anything because the 60th I think the guy just gave it back to him. He didn't want nothing like, hey, this your accomplishment. Boom. He a uh, better so man than me. <laughs> <laughs> he a better man than me. Hey, man, let's go to dinner, man. Let's sit down. Let's rap. Let's talk, man. Let's you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I, you know, 
shout outs to the to whoever that guy was that gave him that uh gave him that ball back. But uh but yeah, he a better man than me. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Aaron Judge too. Whenever you if you do a revision of your book, bet on yourself. We we need an Aaron Judge, just a, a story, a page, or something, because he he bet on himself, turned down a deal that he felt like uh wasn't to his standards and what he felt like he was worth. And man, he went out here, and a lot of people that that do cover the game are saying that this is the best uh, hitting season ever, especially when you consider how dominant pitching has been uh, with baseball in recent years. Uh, always fresh arms and a bunch of guys throwing hunting and a bunch of movement. So for uh, Judge to come this season with that contract looming and betting on himself, man, this is this is this is one of the best stories him lamar you got a lot of guys out there betting on themselves right now and i i for one love to see it i know you do too now at, at all times man better yourself man you can see here the fewest team games to reach 60 homers man Aaron judge at um at one wow 47 and obviously you can see the two guys um above him barry bonds at well, a lot of juice okay. on that list <laughs> Marco <Black laughs> 42 but hey um shout out to Aaron Judge, man. Go ahead and get that. Get that um she, get hold on. Let put that third back up, please. Let me let me read this list for the people who, who can't, can't see. see. Let's start from the top. So Barry Bonds back in 01 took him 141 games uh to get the 60 home runs. Mark McGuire took him 142. I think that's 96 or 98. I can't see it. Yeah, 98. Okay, 98. So 2022 this year, 147 for Judge. And then you got Sosa, Sosa. Babe Ruth, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa again, Roger Maris, Roger Maris, and shit. We we were around the same age. We remember that Sosa, Bonds, McGuire era. Yeah, that, that was, was appointment, <laughs> appointment television. I would have caught that too, Ty. <laughs> that was appointment television uh, during during that juice era, man. But uh, like you like you said, with all the testing and it being um, at least we think it's a clean game right now. Uh, and Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge, to do this, man. This is, this is, you know, this is, this is dope. Nah, no doubt. Then, um, even Albert Pujols, man. Yeah, um, old man Pujols. I'm trying to get to that 700, man. So, you know, shout out to Albert Pujols and um and, and Aaron Judge, man. Um, so that's that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's real dope. And anytime you making. These type of news, football season, you know you're doing something special. Uh, no doubt. Um, we got a question from the <laughs> Jenkins. Funniest play of D-Bud and A-B's careers, like the one they think back on and laugh every time. Oh, all right, no mind. Mine too. Mine happened in the first game. I talk, I, I've told the story a few times, but first game, last play of the game, one of those, you know, offense tossing the ball around, throwing it back and – I'm just flying around with my like a chicken with his head cut off, bounced off four different dudes, missed four, four tackles on one play. Uh, and every time I tell this story and think about it, that's definitely uh something to laugh. I gotta find that actual video of that, but yeah. uh, that that would be mine. What about yours? Man, uh playing against the Tennessee Titans at home. I think it, it was before the half, long field goal, yo, A B. You know what I'm saying? Go back there if they if, if the kick is if the kick falls short, return that thing. Got you, man. That would have been a hundred. I mean, but I I had to run probably a hundred 
and 40 yards on that play. And I, I got caught. Shit. I got caught at the uh like the three yard line. By monkey one jumped on you. Monkey jumped on <laughs> I'm the monkey, like a, a beast jumped on my back. But we gotta find that video too. It's out there. Oh man, it's out there, bro. Shit, I, was, I gotta jump. I gotta run. I gotta yeah, yeah. I got that old man, bro. <laughs> but now nah, we are as always man we appreciate y'all that was a show um good thursday man to man pod y'all tap into the game tonight cleveland browns pittsburgh steelers yeah, D-Bus said man we're gonna have our saturday's pick show y'all tap in with us we'll give you the picks we give you the money line against the spread who we got who we like together as always man we appreciate y'all we appreciate the love Y'all keep rocking with us, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Love y'all.